This episode of Wild Superheroes really shook up the landscape as we see a woman step forward and knock down the Wild World champion in a really big way. Will she be the new number one contender for the Wild World title? Or will the Fab Four just continue to slink away from anyone who tries to stand in line for the title and the tag titles as well? Then we have more action with Generation Texas taking on The Last Call and so many other shows. This is the wow superhero after show 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 0 women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet Hey, 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 y'all. Happy Monday and welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And welcome to the WOW Women of Wrestling Superheroes After Show coming at you live every Monday, um, 7 Eastern, 6 p.m. Central Standard and whatever other time you're in for wherever you're located on the planet Earth, we are on to get into the happenings of this amazing all-women show. Of course, I'm your girl, Stephanie Hardy, host and creator of The Hardy Wrestling Podcast, host and writer for this amazing platform here, and color commentator featured on The Belladonna Division, Battle Club Pro, Black Girl Magic 2022, and soon-to-be Spartan Wrestling guests in Alabama. But of course, I am not alone. I am here with my super sister, my tag team partner, the creator of NCAT We Trust, backstage correspondent extraordinaire, and just an all-around amazing person and super mom and a person who got to work media at AEW Collision this weekend with Aisha, our, no our other fellow co-host. She is Katrina Blake. How are you, Kat, after the cool weekend you had? <laughs> it was such a great awesome. Always gives us great intros. I am fine. Just really tired. It's just been a couple of crazy uh, weekends, just a lot of wrestling. And so I am tired, but I'm happy to be here. Uh, and thank you again for the intro. Super awesome as always. <laughs> Absolutely. You have just been popping off lately with all of your correspondent, all of your commentary, and all of your media work. And I just wanted to say on this public platform how proud I am of you constantly, you know, raising the bar for us all and just being who you are while also being true to who you are and being um, a great friend and also being a mother that's always present and it is just such a beautiful thing to see so yeah and I'm just really honored to host this show with you and I just want to get that out there because we need to give each other flowers while we can still smell them and I love you so very much so yeah I just wanted to get that out there I've just been <laughs> Yes, I just wanted to just get that out there and just say that like I've just been in my feelings, you know, all weekend long because of so many different things that have been happening um, in my life and just in the lives of other people that I care about. But, you know, we just have to tell the people that are close to us that we love them, you know, while they can still hear it because you just never know life be life in. So we just have to show love where we can. So, of course, since we're here to talk about WOW Superheroes, this weekend I was actually able to watch the documentary series that's on Pluto TV called My Road to WOW, where they actually talk to a number of the WOW superheroes about their experiences and their journeys leading up to becoming a WOW superhero. And it was just really amazing stories to hear from the likes of G.I. Jane, Americana, Leia Makoa, um, the Carlson twins, Miami Sweet Heat, and so many other women as well. Um, it was just really like heart tugging stuff. So I do recommend that if you have Pluto TV, which is very much free, and if you want more WOW content, please go on there and look it up when you can also watch past episodes of WOW on there as well if you want to catch up. So yeah, it was just really good stuff and really heartwarming stories um, and very relatable stories that you can hear from these women who were able to rise to the occasion of being on this amazing show that we get to talk about every week. So yeah, um, it was just really good stuff. But of course, we're here to talk about the actual show itself and this episode that came on. So Katrina, how did you feel about this episode as a whole before we get into the nitty gritty of it? Oh, uh before I do that, because I almost forgot, if you guys haven't seen at San Diego's Comic-Con, the biggest Comic-Con in the U.S., some of the ladies from WoW was with Headlock 
um, I know head, the guy who runs Headlock, Mike, super awesome dude. Got to meet him a few years ago in New York. And so he's been a little MIA for a little bit. And so it was really nice to kind of see him go big uh, at San Diego. He had quite a few wrestling stars, including Jeannie Buss, um, as well as Candy Crush and Genesis of Exodus. So if you guys got to see them, I, you know, super awesome. Again, ladies are absolutely amazing. We did get me and Steph both got to meet Candy Crush uh, last year. And she's super sweet. And so... Just wanted to say, you guys, I love that you guys are at the Comic-Con, uh, ladies, and I'm hoping we can get you at more stuff, maybe outside of California as well. Um, but back to your question, um, I thought it was a really good episode. I liked the matches this week. I liked a lot of the solo stuff we got, but in particular, the main event was like, okay, I'm seeing it. Um, and so I really, really enjoyed it. So fantastic episode uh, for this week. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned Comic-Con because, yeah, that was amazing to see them there. And just I can't imagine meeting Jeannie Buss because not only is she like the like an owner of WOW, she's like the, the owner and the president of the Los Angeles Lakers, like a dynasty basketball team and my personal favorite basketball team ever. Like what like that would make my head explode like I just don't know if I would have been able to make it through that visit um but I for those who did get to meet those ladies there like congratulations to y'all and I hope you had a good time at San Diego Comic-Con um I know it's really huge and there's a lot going on um but either way I'm really glad you guys had fun but of course, if you did watch this episode of WOW, and if you're watching with us on live on Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, and everywhere else we're live and on YouTube, thank you for watching. And please, you know, feel free to comment on the parts that you really enjoyed and tell us who your favorite WOW superhero is, you know, as we get into the show um, further and further. But yeah, it's just really cool stuff going on for the ladies of WOW. And hopefully they do get to travel more outside of California because, you know, California is a hub state, you know, but hopefully one day they'll get to tour that would be fantastic but we're gonna get into the episode and i can't wait okay so the first match was a tag team match between the last call which is of course the team of reina del rey and wrecking ball versus who i call team generation texas steffi slays and j flow um aka um jennifer flores now, this um, match came about because, of course, um, the last call has been going on a um, dominant streak headed towards what they believe, you know, is rightfully theirs, which is the Wild Tag Team titles. So they want to, you know, be more undefeated and rack up those wins in order to get a chance. But in the midst of all of that, they really ran through. Um, <laughs> this was really sad for me. Like, this was really sad for me. They really attacked Steffi Slays and Jennifer Flores. Like, they really isolated Jennifer Flores throughout this entire match. Steffi Slays came back from an injury that she sustained to her hip, and she was going to, you know, be resilient and fight through the injury anyway. But these women, the lat of the last call, were so smart that they took advantage of the fact that she was injured and knocked her out pretty early in the match knocking her off of the apron and wound up fighting and beating up on jennifer flores as much as they could isolating her throwing her around the ring slamming her down and all of the above with those clubbing blows that we know them for and those powerful hits like it was just really sad to see sort of like this one-sided you know tag team fight and even though as you can see jennifer flores tried her best to fight you know through being the only person, you know, in the ring for a long period of time after Steffi Slays got knocked out multiple times, it was just almost hopeless to see her, you know, fight against these two women who are just so imposing and so dominant. And in the end, the last call wound up winning. Like, it was so sad. And then after they won, they just threw J-Flo out, out of the ring, just threw her out, just flung her out like she was like a sack of potatoes. I was like, y'all just disrespectful. It was so sad, but Jennifer really did try though. And I know it was just really painful to see because she's such a good wrestler. And so is Steffi Slays of the WoW OG, but it really feels like the last call really is, you know, focused and locked in on trying to be the next dominant tag team in WoW. But this was really sad to see here. It was really, really sad. So Katrina, how did you feel about this match as the last call seek to run through the tag division on WoW? It was, it was unfortunate in regards to Stephanie. Like, Stephanie really had, like, no no chance in that. 
and it kind of sucked to kind of be like injured for a little bit. And then that's what happened when you come back. And then, you know, poor Jen, she tried, you know, she, she, she definitely tried, but it's like in a situation like that. It's like, what can you do? It's like a two on one pretty much. And then there also had two women who were bigger than you. They're more dominant than you are. And I felt like, unfortunately, as much as we love these ladies, um, it just wasn't their night, you know, it wasn't their night. But again, I do think in regards to Wrecking Ball and Rena that they're showing like, this is what we got. And again, this could really be a dangerous thing for the rest of the roster, in particular, those that are tag teams. I feel like if this is what they're doing, this could really be an issue for the other women on the t on the roster that are in tag teams. Um, and while I don't think they can necessarily do that with like somebody like the Tongas, who are probably not going to let them try to bogart them in that way, I do think some of the other tag teams we have seen here that this might be an issue for because if if it's not like while they might have other things that I appreciate them for as a superhero, some of them, you know, are not always where you kind of probably need to be a little bit more tough with certain opponents. And, you know, some of them, you know, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but some of the teams don't necessarily have that. And I feel like in the regard to a tag team like the Wrecking Ball, I feel like, yeah, this is something you might have to really step it up with them or they're going to just run through you. And that's unfortunately what happened. And so it was sad in one end because like, oh man, but it also was like, damn, what can they like, what can they do going forward? Like what's going to happen if they face Miami Sweet Heat or if they face somebody like Congress? And so that's like that kind of thing. Like I'm kind of watching that to see what's going to happen with them next in that regard. But also I did feel bad, like, damn, like no chance at all. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. You made a couple of really good points there, Katrina. Like, when you think about the tag division, you think you, of course, you, you know, consider your champions, the Carlson twins, uh, Miami Sweet, they're the champions, right? And then you also have, you know, Siren, the Voodoo Doll, and Holodead. And then you also have Chantilly and um, Foxy Fears. But then you, and when you mentioned the Tonga twins who have been our fave since we started covering this show, like even last week when they, when, um, Siren, the Voodoo Doll, and Holodead, you know, fought against them. Like, these are women who they're evenly matched with. You can't just knock those women down and just think, you know, that you're just going to run all over them because they are evenly matched with them. And when it comes to the last call, if they had to fight the Tonga Twins, who once upon a time fought throughout a tournament to qualify to face the Carlson Twins for those titles, like, they, it would be a brawl of a fight. And I think that would be amazing. But when it comes to everyone else, I'm afraid, like, I hate to even say that about these other women because these women are athletically sound. But at the same time, it's like the last call seemed to have everything locked in and they play to each other's strengths really well. Um, and it's just they can just run through everyone else. And it's really sad to see. But at the same time, it it's really crazy. It's just really crazy stuff. Um, the last call really is locked in. I just you hate to see how they did them like that tonight, like this past weekend, but they really did do them like that, and they really are ready to face the Carlson twins for those tag titles, which makes me feel like the Fab Four really is watching them and trying to see how they can outsmart them because, of course, you know, with their enforcer and with the fabulous on the star, they're going to think and concoct some plans in order to keep the titles with them, you know, and do it in a smart and strategic way, because these are women that you just can't, you know, run through easily. Like you really do have to sort of outsmart them in a way and outmaneuver them, um, which was sadly not the case for Steffi Slays and Jennifer Flores. So hopefully gener team generation Texas can bounce back and fight, another day but the last call are really on fire here so yeah they wound up winning this match so congratulations to them and hopefully you know they'll be able to fight um the carlson twins pretty soon so the next match on the docket that we get to talk about is gi jane versus coach campanelli now this match came about because of course backstage we saw them have an interaction where of course you know coach and G.I. Jane and their respective teams, Team Spirit and Team Cold Discipline, had a lot of, you know, wars back and forth over the past couple of months. And so Coach kind of just looked at G.I. Jane and said, yeah, you look kind of different without your team. And G.I. Jane was like, yeah, so do you. 
And so essentially they were just staring each other down and was like, you want to fight? You want to fight? And <laughs> that's essentially how it happened. You know, they wanted to fight each other and test each other's strength in the ring without their, you know, partners and without their teams. So this is how this match came about. This was a very physical fight between these two. Um, G.I. Jane is one of my women to watch, you know, as they can, as she continues to evolve, um, as a wild superhero, but then you also have coach Campanelli, um, being her regular physical self. As you can see in this picture, she was throwing her down, um, with a lot of tosses and, um, over her hip and stuff. And then you also had G.I. Jane who tried to end the match relatively early with her big boot, but coach Campanelli was ducking it. You know, she was utilizing her agility to move out of the way. And then in this this picture you see coach Campanelli sort of running on top of her back and then running into her um with a move that kind of reminded me a lot of Natalia um after she did it was like when she runs across your back and then she runs into you for like a clothesline that's sort of like you're sliding across the mat like it was just really good stuff from both of these women like this was one of the more physical fights I've ever seen now this is where the big boot actually connected and this is where you would normally think the match would end because G.I. Jane has won plenty of matches tag team and singles with this big boot before but coach Campanelli kicked out <laughs> and tried to hit um her special move onto G.I. Jane but then G.I. Jane ducked out of it but she wound up hitting that special DDT again and coach Campanelli wound up winning and I thought that was really incredible I was like this is a major victory for coach Campanelli because just a few weeks ago we were just talking about or if not last week we were just talking about her and how she has a tendency to speak you know on behalf of her you know teammates in Ariel Sky and um Randy Rara and how she just likes to you know Bogart you know their voices out of it and only center herself. This was where she centered herself in her in this singles match and she wound up coming out the victor. So I know this must put some air in her sails and probably air in the sails of Team Spirit, which I'm more than sure she instructed them to watch um, this match. So this was really amazing um, from both women, but Coach Campanelli came out the victor here. So Katrina, how did you feel about this match and um the growth of G.I. Jane as an athlete. I think this was a fantastic match. Um, it definitely was very physical. And it actually, like, not that G.I. Jane is, because I feel like she is. I feel like out of her group, from the very beginning, she was probably one of the most physical ones. Like, um, the disciplinarian has tweaked and fun. As I said, she started really using the things that could be an asset. So, like, using her size, using her height. And these are things that you can use to your advantage in wrestling. And I felt like G.I. Jane kind of was already on that wavelength when she first got there as far as using, you know, muscles, using her, her height. And so this, I wasn't surprised on her end. I was very surprised with Coach Campanelli keeping up with her in regard to that level of being a bit more like physical. And I was like, okay. And not this is not to say Coach Campanelli can't get physical, but I'm thinking of like other matches she's had even when it required her to kind of do a little bit more in some cases, like the tag team matches she had with Randy Rawa. And I still, even with that, I don't think she's gotten as physical as she did in this match this past weekend. And so it was actually really good to see that as well, because, you know, I know what I said <laughs> about, um, you know, I'm all for, you know, trying to teach a lesson, but you can, there's a ways to do that without necessarily being mean about it again as a parent it's like there's ways to tell a lesson and, and and you can teach something and hope a person you're talking to learns it without necessarily being mean but i do respect that in her regard of this is just me by myself showcasing well i guess this is why we call you coach huh and i liked that part and i guess you know of course i feel like it's going to probably make her more cocky in a way <laughs> because she was able to kind of duck big boots a couple of times and she still pulled off a win with everything that happened she still got that win i do think this is probably gonna add to how she's already feeling about herself as far as she knows everything and she's you gotta go to coach for everything i feel like that she's gonna it's gonna probably make it a little bit more now but i did appreciate that this is her kind of showing more than what she can do and also in gi jane's regard because she was kind of doing this really solo for somebody who again there's a bit of a size difference there 
and she did her thing. And so it was good to see both of them really kind of do this on their own. And again, we've seen Coach Kevin and Lee wrestle by herself before. But again, it's nice to see that, especially after the whole tag team thing and the stuff that was kind of happened the last couple of weeks, it was kind of funny. And she was kind of being a little bit weird about it. And it was kind of nice to see, well, let's remind you guys <laughs> what I can do. And I think that's what she did. And so if people forgot, she reminded people with this match, I think. And so I think it was a really fantastic match. And I think it was a great showing from both women. Absolutely. Like, I was so proud of them um, in this match, even though, of course, you know, you have the whole heel versus face dynamic, you know, if you want to call um coach really like a face face or whatever kind of in between her um either way i was just so proud of both women and then it's really amazing um in the context of having her gi jane story and how she rose up um to become you know a top drill sergeant and how her motivation is to always be the best at what she does because she mentioned on my road to wow on that episode that featured her that when her biggest inspiration from wanting to be a drill sergeant was to be, you know, the best in the top in her field when it came to, you know, enlisting in the U.S. Army. And of course, we thank her for her service and thank every veteran for their service, you know, in every branch of the military. And it's just you can kind of see it, you know more and more as she grows in the ring like she is very physical and she utilizes all of her body parts to her best advantage you know and she learns really well and i feel like eventually i feel like she's going to she is rising in my rankings for somebody to be you know uh, for someone to watch and for someone to be wow world champion someday like i really feel like she could do it because she's just you know learning so much and she's just rising more and more and she's just getting better and better but it's like even with coach like she's learning more too and it's just really great to watch these women just grow more in their confidence as wrestlers or as women who didn't necessarily like start out wanting to wrestle immediately but then once they got into it and once they you know learned the mechanics of it it's becoming comfortable with them and to watch them rise you know week after week it's just an inspiring and an insane thing and you just and it's just really great for the both of them. And yes, this is going to make Coach Campanelli, you know, more cocky or whatever. Like, you should watch my match, you know, just to study your blah, 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 or whatever. But at the same time, G.I. Jane has nothing to be ashamed of in this match. Like, this is probably one of the best matches she's wrestled in terms of her singles work. But I can't wait to see more of what she has to offer. But Coach Campanelli came out with the win. So Team Spirit, you know, has more wind under their sails. They're fearless leader. Um, won that match against her so who's to say maybe one day you know team tough discipline or team cold discipline might fight with team spirit again or this might be the end of their rivalry who really knows but either way coach won in a pretty cool and in a pretty cool fashion so yeah before we go into the rest of the episode of wow we have to take a quick break because of course we have to let you know all the other shows that we have on on women's wrestling talk so we will be right back after this amazing and important message hey peeps tk trinidad here boss lady of women's wrestling talk and I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, ROH Post Show. WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. And of course, we always send love to our fearless leader, CEO TK Trinidad, for creating this amazing platform for us, by us, and we get, it's FUBU, y'all. We get to talk about women's wrestling of all different forms, and of course, 
even in that commercial didn't even cover all the other shows that we have because we're creating more shows to talk about more wrestling like in um in terms of japanese women's wrestling we have another show that's on the horizon if not have it's already started you know that's happening too so we're creating more content for you guys to not miss anything when it comes to women's wrestling and just wrestling as a whole so we are growing out here y'all and it's great so please continue to support us and follow us everywhere you see us doing stuff and just continue to support us because we are out here doing the work and popping off in these streets or online either way we heal so <laughs> moving forward with the rest of the episode of wow we had another match between fury and sandy shore of spring break 24 7 and of course they did you know show a little bit of a recap of what's been going on with the heavy metal sisters as they've been sort of you know tearing through the women's division of wow like there's just been a lot of stuff going on with them at one point that it was almost looking like they were going to break up but then they got back together and you know sort of rekindled that heavy metal flame and then of course they attacked jesse jones and americana tore up americana sons levi's tablet and now they've gone and began to target sandy shore and um her partner crystal water so this is where this match has taken place this match also felt pretty one-sided in the sense that Sandy Shore, even though she did give it a good try, she was fighting Fury and Mesmeriah and Razor, who's a friend of the show, of course, but they were just being bad to her, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I did not like how bad they were being to Sandy Shore. It was like for every time Sandy Shore, you know, tried to bounce back against Fury, it was almost like the girls were always just trying to, like, get in her way, mess in her hair, you know, try to injure her, trip her up outside of the ring. Like it was just really an unfair fight. It was like a three on one situation. And Sandy did show some more athleticism here that we are seeing from her because she is somewhat of a newer um, character that we are seeing on WOW show up on television. Um, like she was really impressive throughout the match, but here again, it was just a three on one situation and she really couldn't, you know, fight back as much as she wanted to. And it was just so sad to see because you're just like, girl, like reinforcements, reinforcements, get you, get you some more friends, get Crystal or somebody else to come out with you because these heavy metal sisters are just out here to just destroy. And Fury wound up winning the match. And after she won the match, her and the heavy metal sisters proceeded to attack Sandy Shore even further. And then even as they were attacking her, you know, like a pack of dogs, um, not, not being rude or anything, but they really were attacking her and ganging up on her like that. But then um, Crystal Waters and um, Americana came out to defend her honor afterward, and they proceeded to beat up on them as they ran away. So this isn't over between Americana and the Heavy Metal Sisters by a long shot. So yeah, Fury wound up winning the match. So Katrina, how did you feel about this match, um, which felt a little bit on the same vibe as the last match we just talked about, but just on a different level. Um, well, at least the first match that we talked about, but it was on a different level. But either way, how did you feel about it? Uh, like I said, it's it's a weird thing because I like the Heavy Metal Sisters. Obviously, I you know love Razor and always a bit of a soft spot just because it's the reason I'm even part of women's wrestling talk. So it's always a little like a soft spot. But I was like, oh man, guys, like it's like <laughs> so I was like. You want to be like, yay, but no, why are we going this route? And so it made me sad in that regard. It's like, we didn't have to jump her afterwards. It wasn't even necessary. She already won the match. Do we have to do all this extra stuff? And so that made me sad because it was like, all right, yeah, I didn't even have to do all this. It's like, it's like kicking somebody when they're down. It's like, you already won. You didn't have to do extra beat up that somebody, people had to like, other ladies had to come and help her like that's insane to me but it's also like oh, i got a little bit of soft spot for razor and so it's always hard like oh my girl why are we doing this like can we not do this make it hard to defend you when you do this um but otherwise i i thought it was again a solid match in regards to kind of seeing them back on kind of on the same page because we didn't know what was going to happen with the heavy metal sisters with all the stuff that was going on within you know 2023 it just seemed like we didn't really know where they where it was going or, or what was happening. And so 
that part was good, but I felt like it was a bit unfortunate. Like, you won the match. You didn't have to, like, it's kind of a bit of an overkill. Like, you didn't do all that extra stuff. Uh, so that's, I guess, my, like, my thoughts. It's like, damn, you guys. Like, you're making it really hard <laughs> to be a fan. Um, but, you know, hopefully, uh, when, you know, for the next time for Sandy, at least that, it'll just be a little better for her. I, I feel like that's just kind of sad because it was also, like, a three-on-one type situation. And it's just like, you know, you, you lost because of the situation. It doesn't say anything about your skill. It just, this is the situation and you didn't win. And so it was solid. I just wished I didn't go that route with it, I guess. But otherwise it was solid. It just was like, got girlies, why <laughs> kind of vibes. Like, seriously, why they gotta be so rude? Like, that's just how I feel about it. Like, why y'all had to be so rude? Like, come on. Like, they were just, oh, it was so tough to watch. But I am glad that Americana really did come out, you know, to defend the honor of Jessie, um, who we hadn't really seen in a while due to her injury. And also um, coming out with Crystal Waters, too. Like, she was just not in the mood for any of it. So I am glad that someone is standing up to them, you know, even though they have this mean streak that they've gotten. So this isn't the last, of course, that we've seen of Americana and Neil. And I actually am glad about that. But it is hard to root for the heavy metal scissors with them being, you know, just so extra, extra nasty to everybody. They was just like, come on, like, why y'all got to do that and attack her when she's down? It's like, y'all already, you know, use all the dirty tactics that y'all wanted to use in order to win the match. Why y'all got to act extra? Don't be extra. Like, stop it. But, you know, Fury wound up winning, and that was really cool. So congrats to them for that, I guess. Now, they did announce it next week that um, I believe the Carlson sisters do have a tag team title match um, coming up, and I forgot who they're going to be fighting, and I'm so mad about it. Charged to my head, not my heart. But I did live tweet about it, and I can't look at it right now, but they do have a tag team title match on the next episode of WoW. So I am interested in seeing how that's going to play out. Um, so yeah, um, that's what's going to happen on the next episode. But we got to get to this main event because some cool stuff happened some really intriguing stuff happened and i am so pumped to get to it so the main event was candy crush and princess ozzy versus vicky lynn mccoy the the enforcer of the fab four and the wow world champion my mortal enemy penelope pink of course coming out there with the fabulous lana star now, this happened because, of course, Candy Crush had her amazing opportunity to face off against Penelope Pink for the title a few weeks ago, and it wound up not working out for her because, of course, Penelope Pink did, you know, beat her up a bit, you know, almost tried to break her arm in a couple of places, and she wound up winning the match um, due to some dirty tactics while also at the same time, you know, getting the best of her opponent. And then after that, Vicky Lynn came out and proceeded to beat up on her a little bit more. And then Princess Ozzy came to her rescue because, of course, they aligned their powers together um, a few months ago. So this is how this tag team match is taking place. Princess Ozzy really had a fire under her, and she wanted to fight Vicky and um, Penelope because she just didn't like that they were fighting Candy after she had just already beaten her so this is how this tag match take took place here you see vicky lynn mccoy posturing and being her regular i'm gonna destroy you self because i'm you know the big oklahoma tornado and stuff and candy crush did sort of fall a little bit on the wayside a bit but not so much so to the point to where she wasn't able to fight back um penelope and um, Vicky did isolate her a little bit, you know, in the beginning parts of that match. And honestly, like, Candy did fight as much as she possibly could. But once she got that hot tag to Princess Ozzy, Miss Ma'am decided she was going to destroy everyone. And she did not stop. Like, Princess Ozzy did not stop beating up on Penelope, beating up on Vicky, leading Candy and telling her, you know, which way to go in terms of beating up on them outside of the ring and inside of the ring. Like, Princess Ozzy was just on fire, okay? Jumping and diving onto the girls, as you can see in that picture, and high-fiving the audience members. Like, she was lit do you understand me princess ozzy is her <laughs> and if it if that if this episode and the one where she fought against tormenta didn't prove it already now you understand princess ozzy is 
her. And even when Penelope tried to hit the pretty in pink onto her by and then raking her in the eyes. She didn't let that stop her and she reversed it and then hit the cutter from down under to Penelope Pink and won the match. Penelope got pinned by Princess Ozzy. Let me say this again just in case you missed it. Princess Ozzy pinned the Wild World Champion in tag team action. That is some pretty lit stuff. She is on fire. And by all accounts, she should be the number one contender. She should be next up to face Penelope for the Wild World title. I was so thrilled by this. 100% thrilled by this. Like, oh my God. She did so well in this match. And not discounting Candy Crush because she did a great job too, knocking out Vicky Lynn McCoy in the last parts of the match outside of the ring. Like she did a phenomenal job as well. But Princess Ozzy really has been showing out here lately. And oh, she's her. She's her. She is her. So Katrina, how did you feel about this match? And how do you feel about Princess Ozzy's performance and what this could lead to in her future? I, you know, we have been talking about how she's been coming through, like, showcasing. And, like, before she had matches, but I feel like she's on a different, I don't want to say different level, but I feel like she's trying to prove something this time. And I feel like she's been doing that in her most recent matches. And so, you know, we love Candy Crush and everything, but I feel like in this regard, Princess Aussie really did shine a little bit more. And I think it's because she kind of went in like whatever. <laughs> I got this, like, you know, not to say that she didn't need Candy Crush. I think they were fine together. I just think she went in with this, you know, I got this. And she did mention on Twitter that she wants a, a title shot. She wants to take on Penelope. She's waiting for it. And I feel like this just showcased that she could take on Penelope and she can beat her. Um, she did that while dealing in a tag team match. She did that with dealing with somebody who, again, you have to go through her to get to Penelope or to get to the twins. And so she did it. And I feel like, you know, if Penelope learned nothing by the end of this, she needs to, like, I feel like this should have been a bit of an awakening. Like, well, there are women out here who can beat you. There are women who can do so without cheating. There's women who can do so without necessarily being super huge or any of that other stuff or engaging in anything that you may engage in for, you know, winning matches and that she might need to kind of pay attention or, you know, if they do get this uh, title match, like how would she respond? Are you going to now give it your all? Are you going to, you know, do a little bit of bullshit to kind of make sure you keep your title? Are you going to go in like, oh, it's a possibility you might not leave champion. I feel like that, that this literally showcased that Princess Ozzy is willing to do whatever. And if it leads to a title match, she's willing to do whatever to become champion. And it's a good, it's a good thing. Um, and again, I'm not, I know she's Penelope, she's your enemy. <laughs> I'm like, eh, you know, I don't really like what you do, but I respect, like, I, I, I respect you, but I don't necessarily like what you do, but you and her have a different beef. Uh, but, you know, I just feel like if her and Princess Ozzy do have a singles match, and I feel like that's the only option after this. I, I feel like where else did you go? I feel like that's the only way to go. Um, Penelope might have a bit of a problem on her hands um, because she proved that she can clearly, she can go with you. It's not like she's like scared. It's not like she was, you know, she really pulled, showed out in this match. And I feel like that's the only option is like, you kind of have to probably go forward, <laughs> like put them in a match, put the title on the line. Now, what it means they might not try to do any nonsense because it's a title match and it's something on the line. I think they would, but I do think, and I'm hoping that somebody puts their foot down. I don't know for the life of me, how people don't put their foot down in wow. Well, I'm like, all right, you got to let, let people know we're not doing this. I feel like they need to be more in tune with that and not let everything happen where it's like, it's like whatever happens and they're just like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm like, what's going on, management? Get it together. Like, put your foot down. Make sure they cannot be out there when that match is taking place. No interference. Let it be Penelope. Let it be Princess Ozzy or whoever the next person is with no interference. Let her win that or retain it on her own merit. But 
we'll see. I do think that if this didn't prove anything else, that she can take on Penelope on her own. And I feel like that hopefully it'll lead to her having a match. But I thought it was a really, really good match. And I think she really, really shined uh, in this match. And again, this is nothing to Candy Crush. It's just, I feel like she's been a bit, she's on a bit of a tear right now because she's trying to prove herself. And she did. She really did. Like Princess Ozzy really has proven that she should be next up. And it's just like Penelope, I feel is a person and is a champion. It's so funny because Princess Ozzy actually told her in that promo when she challenged her, when her and Candy challenged her, she was just like, like, I want to fight you and that so-called champion. When you really think about it, like how many times in the past couple of months have we seen um, Penelope Pink fully, you know, put her all into wanting to defend the title. And yes, she could say on social media that she is an attraction, you know, and you have to wait and do this and stuff. And yeah, you could argue that a woman can do that because we see a man do it all the time. Um, Roman Reigns, like we see that all the time. And Penelope, you know, does have the right to do that, you know, as a champion. But at the same time, when you're not so much as a fighting champion, that makes you complacent and it makes you feel like, well, can't nobody fight me. I have this crew around me that's going to keep, you know, anybody from trying to take the title. So this means that there aren't any challengers. Nobody's good enough. I'm that girl, blase, blase, blah. But when it comes to Princess Ozzy, she has shown and proved that she is that girl. She has improved on her boxing skills, improved on her wrestling skills even more so. And then she fought the likes of Tormenta, who is a legend in terms of Mexican women's wrestling. Like she has taken down like so many people and worked her way up since this since WoW has started. And she deserves to have this opportunity to fight somebody who arguably has not shown that she is as dominant as a champion as she could be. You're like, yeah, you're champion by name, but as far as defending it, you know, day in and day out, like some champions do, she has not done that. And what type of champion are you and how, what type of credibility do you have as a champion if you are not defending it the way that other champions are? Now, of course, different champions are different things and different promotions run different ways, but at the same time, are you going to fight? Like you said, like, are you like, is she going to push herself to the limit to fight somebody like Princess Ozzy, who is going to fight tooth and nail to try to get it? Like, what's going to happen here? Like, are you really going to fight tooth and nail on your own merit? Or are you just going to utilize the same old tricks that you've been using? That's just going to make you look like less of a champion, like ma'am, like step up your game. And yeah, um, I might be going hard on her because, you know, we have our differences, but either way, like, I want to see Penelope Pink, you know, rise up and prove that she is the best damn thing that WoW has ever seen it. Like she says she is. Okay. Prove it. Fight Princess Ozzy. Like get in the ring with her and tussle for real, for real and leave your girls in the back. Leave them in the back because Princess Ozzy has proven that she doesn't need help. You need to prove that you don't need help since you want to be Miss I'm the champion, blah, blah, blah. No, like, be that girl. But Princess Ozzy is ready. She has shown and proved that she is ready. And when it comes to the authority figures, yeah, Katrina, you are right that there needs to be, you know, some substance to putting your foot down and keeping so many of these women, and this isn't just with the Fab Four, this is with all the women, like so many of these women and stopping them from doing so such negative things and telling the referees, you know, to actually keep their head on a swivel when it comes to shenanigans because they do a bad job of that too. Like there's just so much that needs to be, you know, rectified when it comes to these matches happening when it comes to interferences like there needs to be rules in place there needs to be dqs in place there needs to be so many different things in place to actually even up the odds with these women so they don't feel like they're fighting an unfair fight because you had the heavy metal sisters you know interfering and messing up sandy shore's opportunity you had like so many different there's just been so many situations where that has happened over the past couple of weeks and you know I'm just a little bit tired of it. <laughs> like, we're just tired of it. We need action. We need discipline, okay? Like, it's a fun show, and it's a cool show or whatnot, but come on now. We need discipline. But that pretty much ends this episode of WOW, and I also wanted to mention something interesting. In the audience, 
they've had a set of twins in the audience. And someone on Twitter mentioned to me, you know, while I was live tweeting when I was on here in Alabama um, this past Saturday, that they're supposed to be joining the WoW roster soon. I don't know exactly who they are, but at the same time, I do love that. uh, If it's true, I do love that another set of twins are joining the ranks of WoW, but either way, like they've been, you know, in the audience over the past couple of episodes. And it's really interesting seeing them there watching everything happen. So if that's true, then that's going to be cool. But either way, like, it's just really interesting to see those audience members there. And of course, always a shout out to Miss Mingo, who's at every show all the time, every taping. So yeah, that's the end of our time together. Of course, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, oh, we have a comment. Um, it says, good afternoon, ladies. I miss the Beast's champion. Anybody know when she's coming back? Have you ladies heard about Santana coming back? And do you think she will be fighting for the championship? Ooh. Latanya, thank you for dropping in with that, um, especially at the end. Um, <laughs> we were about to wrap it up, and you just popped in. But yeah, I miss the Beast, too. I really miss the Beast, too. Because um, she'd never lost her title. She had to give it up. So by all accounts, um, she could come in and challenge whenever she wants to. And she hasn't been back lately, and I do miss her a whole lot. So I don't know when she's set to come back, when her return is, but we still need to figure out who attacked her because I still haven't yeah. let that go. <laughs> yeah, I miss her too. I'm hopefully she's back soon. I, I don't know what like the like the progress she's had since she's been recovering and everything else. We don't they haven't made an update since then, so we don't know. But hopefully we can see her soon. I mean, it would be nice. It definitely would be. Yeah, so we have heard the rumblings about Santana. We've heard the rumblings. Not our Santana, not our editor-in-chief, but Santana Garrett, who's had a past with WoW before. Um, We have heard those rumblings, and I don't know if she will be fighting for the championship, but we just have to keep our eyes peeled because you just never know who could come back inside the world of WoW. But thank you for popping in with that question. Um, And, you know, welcome to watching our show. So hopefully, you know, you'll be back and watch it more. But yeah, like I was saying, this brings us to the end of our time together of course thank you guys so much for watching on twitch on youtube on facebook and wherever else you're watching us of course please check out wow superheroes everywhere you can you can check it out on their youtube channel because of course they upload their matches every monday so you can check those out if you miss it on television you can also go on wowe.com and find out where it's listed for you if you want to watch it on tv if that's your preference and you can watch those episodes on pluto tv as well um, and also watch their other content which are more documentary series on pluto tv too and just check it out wherever you can because they are growing in viewership and you know just support women's wrestling because this show deserves to grow um all women's promotions and all women's tv shows just deserve to grow and you can also watch it on vice tv too because krista b from those wrestling girls shout out to her she actually started watching it on vice tv and was tweeting about it um late at night i believe it was on a tuesday night if i'm not mistaken but yeah you can watch it on vice tv as well so they really are growing in their viewership and i'm really happy about that So just continue to support women's wrestling all around in your indies, of course, your local indies and on television as well and on YouTube and everywhere you see it. And of course, support us. Follow us here on Women's Wrestling Talk on Instagram and Twitter at www.talkpod. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com for all the latest news and merchandise and also all of our latest interviews and articles that we have posted because we have a bunch of them. So please check them out. Um, And also check out all of our after shows, as you saw in the commercial for every wrestling show that's on. Um, Please check it out as we continue to grow as a network and grow as a brand. So with that in mind, Katrina. Thank you, of course, for joining me, as you always do every Monday. Um, Please tell everybody where they can find and follow you and what you've got going on. Unfollow me on InCatWeTrust, Threads, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. The E's a three because everybody had the uh, E. Um, as far as what I have going on, I do have my last interview, which is a Corey. I'm working on another one. It's a returning guest. Again, another returning guest. Uh, and so that one should be pretty cool. 
Um, I'm trying to get all these views again. I just too busy. Um, <laughs> with a lot of wrestling the last couple of weeks, I legit um just haven't had time to do a lot of stuff. I've been doing too many shows, uh, and so I'm trying to get all of those views. There's gonna be quite a few coming up back to back, and so look out for that. And then you guys will probably not see me for a little bit until August, as far as if you're gonna be at any shows. I have a little bit of a reprieve <laughs> uh, from shows, so I will not be doing any shows this couple of weekend. But the weekend after, I'm right back at it, and so. Catch me if you dare, but that's pretty much it. Catch Cat if you can, okay? Catch her if you can. But either way, you do deserve a break, though, because you be, you've been going hard, you know, and you deserve a break. So, yeah, definitely check out everything that she has going on. But, of course, if you want to find and follow me, you can find me um, on Instagram and Twitter and threads at Queen Steph Hardy. And you can check out my show, The Hardy Wrestling Podcast, everywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and check out my latest interview with Yaya, the gifted one who is the current Battle Club Pro franchise champion set to go one-on-one -on -one against Mysterious Q at Battle Club and Jobber Tears Podcast, Jobber Slam three coming up this saturday in new york if you're in that area please check out that show and then of course his um team jobber tears south will be facing off against prolific in a two out of three falls match so please check that out as well it's a very heated rivalry that my post somehow got in the middle of but either way i'm not in that drama i'm neutral but either way yeah check out that um interview as well and just continue to support me as i um continue to grow in my wrestling life and fandom and also in just in my real life as a whole because changes are happening i'm turning 30 things are happening and it's just getting crazy but either way just continue to support women's wrestling talk and the brand and us as we grow as individuals and hosts and writers and all the things photographers as well so with that in mind this has been the wow superheroes after show on women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet they're the twos we the ones. We'll see you next Monday on the next episode of WOW. Bye, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.